right, November 22nd, 14 NHL games on the schedule here tonight. Lots to get to, a lot of games to break down, so we'll go through all of those as well as recap what happened on Monday night, going one and two, where we're at on the season so far. Look forward to Thanksgiving here this weekend, give you an updated schedule for what's going on across the Hammer Betting Network over the next few days. But before we get into all of that, I do want to remind people that today's show, as always, is sponsored by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp to help you do so. BetStamp searches across all sports books to help you find the best odds, whether it be for games, futures, or player props. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. So make sure to download the app today. It is available in iOS as well as Android, and it is available on the web. So make sure to check it out there too, if that's your preferred method. But if you are looking to sign up for a new sports book, during the course of the show here today or after the show, you see something that you, pops up on your screen, you don't have it yet, go check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework. It's betstamp.app slash edgework as well. You can click the link in the description of the show on YouTube or in podcasting form. It does help support the show if you sign up through this link. But boys, before we get into anything here today, I do want to recap where you can find this. It is in the Betstamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ in there. So far on the season as a show, as a collective, 73, 75, and 1 over 149 bets, uh, currently setting 3.7% ROI on the season for the show. Not bad. Continuing things on from where we were at last year, uh, pretty good season for us there. Large, large sample size, making bets on game day here, facing into big limit markets, uh, high limit markets, I guess is the easier way to say that. Uh, battling against some professionals on game day and we are actually beating finding ways to beat the market and actually winning you money so uh, that is what you get from the daily morning show so make sure to hit that like button subscribe here to the channel and hopefully we can do some more content for you uh not just the daily shows going forward but i'm at real thanksgiving this weekend is that what's going on <laughs> yeah everyone knows which one's the real one and uh yeah even even the canadians last week were saying well american thanksgiving's better so i i think that was kind of all i needed should save that clip for eternity and just play that back every year how long is american thanksgiving really because this is not like i, I feel like canadian thanksgiving is yeah it's the weekend you get a couple days on either side american thanksgiving feels like this is a, a week-long venture yeah, I mean, it varies, right? Like, there's a lot of people that are kind of taking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off. So it can definitely very well be a whole week thing. Wednesday's like national go home and get shit-faced with your high school friends night here. Um, okay. Obviously, like Thursday, Friday, and even Saturday would definitely be part of it. Sunday's kind of like the universal travel back day. So, yeah, I'd say it's like four to five days, really. All right. And if you had one thing that needs to be on the table at your thanksgiving meal what it what is that what's the one item oh, it can no. be a meat a side dish anything what needs to be on that table <sighs> i mean you can't have thanksgiving without mashed potatoes it's like one that's got to be there that's okay. kind of boring and simple like turkey hit or miss i'm not a huge turkey guy but you got to have some turkey too um I always like the veggies that come out of Thanksgiving too, right? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't hate turkey. Um, yeah, you said it, man. You said it. I, I, I am a ham guy, but like Thanksgiving turkey, okay, we can make do. Um, 
but yeah, like I like some of the veggies too, like green bean casserole is really good. I love like some glazed carrots. So yeah, just kind of a mix. Yeah, that's pretty good. Moretta, what about you? I, I might as well ask you here. I don't think we talked about Canadian Thanksgiving <laughs> uh, at all uh, earlier. So if there's anything that you have to have on the table, what is it? One of the like best things I like post Thanksgiving even is my mom will take like all the bones and stuff and like the scrap meat and leftover stuff oh, yeah. of the turkey and will like just like boil it for like two days and just make like the the so much broth that will last you throughout the winter. That is like low-key huge yeah. for uh that's like a very underrated part of turkey. Um I could house a whole pumpkin pie with if you give me whipped cream, I could house a whole pie in one sitting, man. That stuff is so good. It's like cracked to me. So uh I need that there for sure. <laughs> Um, and stuffing, man, if you do the stuffing right, like stuffing, stuffing is yeah. pretty much the goat Thanksgiving food. It's a staple. You need it. Yeah. Stuffing, uh, mashed potatoes for me. Those are the tops of the charts there. Uh, and then as well, like, I, I don't know. I am a Turkey guy. Uh, obviously. I, and also I see Jeremy saying broth. What is this? The 1800s. I'm a light or dark turkey. here. That's the key though. Is it light meat or dark? Both. Doesn't Both. matter. To yeah. Me. I, mean, I don't care. I, I will just dummy turkey and all these things about oh you only have turkey once a year bullshit no you don't i don't at least i'm crushing i do turkey sandwiches uh all year long like it doesn't matter obviously it's on other things but to say oh you only have turkey once a year like no that's just incorrect i'm subway turkey subs like it doesn't matter i'm finding ways to get turkey into turkey whatever subs, i'm eating that's, so. that's gritty that's gritty that's that's tough that's tough. You don't have it. I guess it is more like deli meat, but it's still turkey. Like the older I get, you don't talk. the older I get, the more Subway. If I, every time I go to Subway now, it just destroys me. I can't do it anymore. See, so yeah, I'm not at that point. I think I'm still, I'm still, still yeah, getting on it. Fry, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the soup, the broth, that is primo. Like that is something that happens for me as well. All right. Well, if you enjoyed the opening uh, Thanksgiving talk here, please hit that like button, subscribe to the channel as well. Fire away in the chat where you're at. Uh, what what needs to be on the table for you? I want to know what needs to be on the table for you. If you're watching it after, comment in the YouTube section what, what you need to have at your Thanksgiving meal. Tweet at us, whatever you got to do. Let us know because I'm interested to see some of these responses. We can make it official tier, an Edgework tier based on uh, with the viewers and your thoughts as well. The, um, uh, the tough part, though, is like the, in the U.S., you go from this like incredible holiday where you have like NFL all day on Thursday and then you got college football all day Friday and Saturday and then you're back to the NFL on Sunday. And it's just like this incredible weekend. And in Canada, we have like it just like you blink and it's over. Like maybe you get a CFL game on the Sunday. Like again, real things. Got to watch the Stampeders and the Blue Bombers. Like Jesus, we don't. It sucks here. Man. Yeah, the Thai Cats and the Argos. <laughs> I agree that real Thanksgiving is tomorrow. I, I agree with that. See, I got all the Canadians agreeing. That's how I know that I'm right. <laughs> it's just, yeah, See, it's much I'm better. I'm with Connor here. Glazed carrots. Like, that's not the most popular thing on Thanksgiving, but that, that's my favorite. It's Ooh, every I year I ask for that. Yeah. 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 Some brown sugar well, the, butter in there. I need his oh, address yeah. is, is what's happening here. I need a – I can make pumpkin. it there by tomorrow, no problem. Homemade You, you don't want to travel today. That sounds so good. You don't want to travel yeah. today. Yesterday was bad enough. I'll drive. <laughs> uh, Just listen to some Edgework edge and Circles Off podcast. I'll, I'll make there in no time. We'll do a special going, yeah. podcast from Connor Hartle's house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. 
<laughs> All right, well, let's get into the game today. We have plenty ahead of us here, so hopefully we can win some bets ahead of tonight's game. I know you guys are looking at a bunch of best bets, so that'll be good for people as well. Let's start with the one that's going to get ugly. Let's just start with this because it's the first one showing up on the list on the bet stamp screen right now, and there's no better way to start than with you guys being on the same side of something. I mean, there's nothing, just nothing better than that. Uh Let's look to the Chicago Blackhawks-Columbus Blue Jackets game right now. 7 o'clock on the schedule. Columbus at home, minus 135. The Blackhawks currently sitting plus 125. A total of 6.5. I mean, I gave away the fact you guys are on the same side. But, Matt, what side is that that you guys are uh, teaming up on in this game? Yeah, you really are asking us to get early right away. Or ugly right away. Um I'm on Chicago. I, no, no, I, we're flipping the we're flipping the script on this one though. By the way, we're not just yeah. saying a double best bet. This is ugly. Like this is good. We're on the same side here. We're teaming up. This is good. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we actually like it if we're both on it. But yeah, no. So I'm on Chicago. I'm not going to give it away from Moreto, but I think we kind of already did. Um, Columbus is a disaster. That's probably this is like this is obviously not a bet on the Chicago Blackhawks. This is a bet against the Columbus Blue Jackets. This team is a train wreck right now. They're obviously now without Severson, they're like healthy scratching Patrick Line, who's going to be back tonight. Like they're just a disaster. Um, I, I don't think there's a team outside of San Jose that they should probably be laying a price like this too. It's for Chicago. Like you got Mrazic in that he's been pretty good. I, I don't really have too much more to explain other than like this. This is definitely a play against Chicago or a play against Columbus, but yeah, I'm, I'm on Chicago here. All right. I'm, Moretta will obviously lock this in, plus 125, best price available, but let's put the dagger in. Why is it that you like this one as well? Uh, I mean, we say it's ugly. Like, it, what's uglier, betting Chicago at plus 125 or laying minus 140 with the Blue Jackets right now? I don't know how you can lay yeah. minus 140 against the Blue Jackets. They have played my beer league team, and I probably wouldn't lay that. Um, they're a disaster. They're like a joke. I don't know. Um Goudreau, apparently one of the best five contracts in the NHL that was reported uh, this past offseason, the offseason before when he signed. Yeah, that's aging really well. I don't know. This team is just an absolute it, – it is. It's just a shit show. Um, there's no way you can put your money on this team right now, and um, I will fade them every chance I get. And I love the. I mean, how many opportunities are you going to get to get, like, this sort of plus money against the Blue Jackets, uh, against the Blue Jackets right now? You're not going to get many, so the fact that we're getting it here against uh, – Blackhawks team that is still pretty feisty, like decent team to back as dogs. They've been pretty competitive in a lot of games lately. And yeah, I think that uh, this price is just, I can't, I honestly can't believe where this number is. I really can't. Yeah. And with Columbus, like this is even a team that I was pretty high on coming into the year. Obviously that's just been a total and complete flop, but yeah, no, I, they're, they're bad. They're, yeah. They're a disaster. Like, if you kind of watch any of their games, like they don't even look in sync. Like a lot of the times they even look disinterested lately. So yeah, this, mm. I, I don't know how they're laying this big price. I'm going to ask you guys on this topic here because I, like I listen to sports radio, different podcasts, reading different articles and stuff online. Everything that seems to be going on with this Columbus team, it feels like obviously there was a, big big shift within the locker room at the beginning of the year with mike babcock being fired and that whole situation do you think that this is just like an overcorrection on in terms of the coach or maybe overcorrections the wrong wording there but like over compensation towards the other side to kind of swing back and say hey 
your regular teacher isn't here anymore, but I'm not going to be the fill-in teacher, the substitute teacher who gets pushed around. Like, I'm going to set it, step in and set the tone here. This is why Goudreau and Line A are sitting at the end of the games. This is why Line A is being healthy scratch, because I'm going to go with the opposite way of where you thought I was going to be and just, like, no tolerance policy. Or is this strictly, like, yeah, these guys are just not playing well? Because the, they obviously aren't either. Like, that's, I think that's it's the latter. Yeah, I, I don't really think it's him trying to overcorrect. Um, I mean, they have a lot of young guys, right? So I think part of this is especially when they're struggling right now, I think he realizes, like, they're not, at this point, like, they're not going to be playoff contenders this year or anything like that. I, I do think part of this is maybe you kind of want to set a tone for a lot of these younger players and kind of show them that, hey, you're going to be held accountable if you're not playing well, even if you're making $9 million a year. Um, so I do think there's a part of that more so than it's just like, I don't want to get pushed around. Um, yeah, I think that's basically all it is. I don't think he wants to be in a situation where he has to make these decisions and bench these guys, but like they're kind of yeah. forcing his hand a little bit. Um, like you look at a guy like Cole Sillinger, he doesn't even have a goal yet this year. That's insane. Um, mm -hmm. And just for the record, I know we slander the Predators a little bit, but this Blue Jackets team, a team that Matt was high on coming into the season, a lot higher on the market where I think his words. So, hey, you know, we don't all get them wrong. But uh, <laughs> You mean the Columbus Blue Jackets that are only two points behind the National Predators? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the team. Yeah, yeah, them. <laughs> yeah i mean fair enough like they're obviously not playing well uh it was more just kind of how much of this is yeah they're not playing well and they deserve to sit and how much of it is going into like yeah we're trying to set a tone within the organization but i think that makes sense so there you go first bet locked in double best bet on the chicago blackhawks plus 125 let's keep the theme rolling with the double best bets here we we'll go to the pittsburgh penguins new york rangers game uh Total currently sitting at six, juice to the over, minus 118 there. You see Pittsburgh at home, plus 100, best price available, minus 107. Moretto, side total, what are you looking at in this game and why? Uh, total, and give me the under here. Let me just check uh, what are the what's kind of best available right now. I don't know if odds have moved a bit since we started the show. Um, six and a half there as well. Oh minus yeah, six and a half is, is the way to, to go for me. Um, yeah, yeah, minus uh, minus one twenty is fine, but like obviously you can get better. That's pretty widely yeah. available. Um, to me, I mean, Matt can comment on this as well. This is his team, but the Rangers are still an under team to me. They're very strong defensively. They have the goaltending. I think that they can get the Pens to kind of play, you know, their game um, and kind of force them into a more, you know low event sort of uh sort of game and you know they're not allowing them uh, much they're not generating a ton of offensive five on five they're just sort of capitalizing on their chances pittsburgh's offensive numbers are obviously very high so like you look at it in a vacuum it kind of scares you but like you also kind of break that down and like they have games of like four four and a half expected goals at five on five um against some of the worst defenses in the league so i think their numbers are kind of you know, aided by those games against teams like San Jose and Anaheim and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, whereas if you look at some of the more recent games against like the Kings, the Devils, the, you know, the Hurricanes, they're way back down to the low twos in terms of expected goals at five on five. So definitely like if they're when they're playing a team like the Rangers, I think this is more of a uh, an under team as well. It's not some like run and gun going to go out there and win six five. Um, this definitely isn't the game where they're going to do that in. So I think we're getting a really good price on uh on the under here and yeah at six and a half it like you're not even paying like crazy juice for it i'm uh, yeah. i'm all in 
All right, so there's one half of the uh, double best bet. Matt, why do you like this under as well? Yeah, I, I think you touched on a lot of it, right? Like with the Rangers, you you know you're going to get the scorers who are going to outperform all of their expected goal metrics. But at the same time, you know that, that on the other end, you're going to get Igor, who saves a lot of it. Um, I mean, I think the worry here is power plays. Um, but like, I, I still can't quite get to this price. I, I think it's a little bit too high. I thought this should have been more like six. Um, yeah, I definitely expect Igor and Jari here. But yeah, no, I also like the under. Okay. I texted you guys last night. I think I figured out why Panarin shaved his head. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been waiting for this. Look, I'm not happy about it, but Morato, I don't think you're going to be happy about it either. Matt probably will be. I think we have, might have an opportunity here to capitalize if you like narratives. All right. Now, we're obviously very clearly not a narrative show on a daily basis, but I'm going to throw one out there. Now, I'm going to test the waters. I'm going to see how the chat likes it. I'm going to see how people after like it. I'm going to see how you guys like this. Okay. Panarin shows up to camp this year. Everyone's going, what the fuck? This guy's got a bald head. He shaved his head. What happened here? Why did he do this? He's got the luscious locks flying out of the helmet. Like he's got the whole rock star vibe in New York. Figured it out. <laughs> when a certain man showed up to New York after what was already a pretty historic career throughout his time in the NHL, he was losing his salad a little bit. Not necessarily you know completely Are we about to gone get to mark messier here it's called the messier you go messier <laughs> you show up you got the receding line and you say completely gone now when they won the cup in 94 it wasn't it wasn't right down to the wood he wasn't bald bald but it was real real short it was getting there and it didn't take long after for him to go completely gone now panarin shows up bald as hell it's kind of growing back a little bit here. I'm getting a little bit worried here, guys, that this might have been a situation where Panarin, Matt's got the heart ticket on him. Like we're looking at what we've already deemed as the Rangers are the favorites, at least in the East, to win the Cup. Now, I I, I don't know. I, I'm seeing some stars aligning, and it's uh, it's slightly concerning as someone who obviously doesn't want to see the Rangers win from like a fan perspective of I want to see the Leafs be the team to do it. But maybe we could jump on here and uh, and capitalize on this in some way. I, I don't know. Just throwing it out there. It's not too late to bet him to win the heart. <laughs> it, How can you bet him now? It is too late. Yeah, it's it is too so, late. That's um that's joking. Um, that's the one time I wish I actually listened to you when you said uh, <laughs> that you had him at what? What did you have him at? Like uh about a hundred about a hundred to one. Some hundred, some two hundred, something like that. I'm pretty um, sure I just laughed at you and said, okay, okay, fanboy. And that was the end of it. And, I, I'm uh, almost positive. Yeah, I'm almost positive your exact reaction was just give me your money instead. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the best part of this is like, I was about to come in here and kind of talk about how, like, oh, when I like a total and I see you on it, like, that's enough to kind of put me on it. And there's one I know we're going to get to where I think that is going to be the case. And then you're just like, wow, the one time I wish I listened to you, like, thanks, dude. Appreciate that. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to me. <laughs> uh, here you go. Here's a good uh, good theory as well. Insight saying, according to sources close to Panarin, he had his head shaved bald to rid himself <clears throat> of what he described as extreme evil and negative energy that was present in his hair. 
than my guys <laughs> like <laughs> there you go there's it's just everything is lining up here the, the Messier getting rid of the negative energy the level of play of the Rangers this year it's uh I don't know I'm just saying you talk about Tomlin voodoo and the Steelers there Moretto the guys over on Ford Progress maybe something else is going on here at the Rangers but Two best bets are locked in here for tonight's games. Let's continue to move on throughout the schedule. Uh, now we'll head on over to the Washington Capitals game up next. Washington at home against the Buffalo Sabres here tonight. Minus 120. Sabres coming into this one. Best price available. Plus 110. A total of six and a half right now. Sixes across some different books. Where are you at with this game tonight, uh, Matt? Yeah, I am on Washington. Um was kind of on them for a little bit, got off of them. Now I'm kind of back on. Um, so they're getting really good goaltending lately, first and foremost. But even, I guess, more so than that, like, I don't think these teams are as even as this price currently sets. Um, I do think the Capitals are a decent amount better. It's not a big play for me. Now we know that Darcy Kemper will play tonight. But, yeah, I, I'm on the Capitals. I played minus 120. Um, I played it for a half unit. That's about okay. it. I, just, I think the Capitals are a better team getting them at home. Minus 120, I'm happy to take that. Any thoughts for you here, Moreto? I mean, I'm not, like, super high on Washington. Obviously, they're on a bit of a heater right now. But, like, the wins aren't really backed up in their numbers. I don't know. You see a team that, like, the last three games, I think they're 3-0 in the last three games. They beat Vegas. They beat, Did they beat Vegas? Um, they did. They had, it was, yeah, yeah. So, they had, like, they're on a, a nice <clears throat> run right now. I think they've only lost, like, two or three of their last uh, – They've lost two of their last, like, ten. Um, they beat – yeah, they've won four in a row. They beat Vegas. They beat the Devils. They beat the Islanders. But, like, you actually look at those games. Like, you post a 32% expected goal share against the Blue Jackets. Not ideal. Um, 33% against uh, Vegas. 41% against the Islanders. Like, they're winning games without playing well. And, obviously, when you have, like, guys who can put the puck in the net and they're getting really good goaltending right now um, – I mean, Lingrid's been awesome too. That like it makes sense. I'm not like looking to fade them necessarily, but it's just like it gives me enough pause to not want to back them here either. Makes sense. Okay, bunch more games here on our cards. Uh, so we'll head on over to a game where we do have two bets in, not necessarily on the same side. Uh, but Moreto, you're looking at the Flyers game here tonight. They're on the road against the Islanders. Islanders currently minus 142. Flyers plus 132 coming into this one. Total of five and a half as of right now. Six is on some other books appearing. Uh, but where are you at in terms of side or total in this game? Yeah, I am uh, looking at the total and I'm looking at the under. Um, would like to get a confirmation that Carter Hart is starting. Um, I do feel confident that he will start, but like haven't necessarily fired yet either because of that but i like yeah i mean the under here you can get uh, the sixes at you know um minus 118 minus 125 would be fine too at caesars there uh i'd take any of those i would do five and a half plus money as well though kind of pick your boys and whatever you want to do here um yeah i this is an islanders team that's maybe generating a little bit more offense than we've seen from them before but they're not scoring they still have like a six you know six percent shooting percentage at five on five and that's down to the fact that they just don't have elite scores like that's really just what it comes down to and against a flyers team that can play really good defense and has very good goaltending assuming hard is in i don't think this is a team where that's suddenly going to start to correct itself that six percent so um 
And again, obviously, an Islanders team that can play good defense and has Sorokin behind them. So it's just like shaping up to be a game where kind of a bit of a low event game where we get some good goaltending, hopefully. And um, I can see like I can see this going way under as well. I mean, this is one of those games that can you can see like a two one sort of final. I think it's just yeah. just a, a bad matchup for both teams offensively. Um, I think we'll see a pretty low event game here. And I, yeah, five and a half plus money or six at you know anything minus one twenty five or better is. Uh, is good to me. Uh, in terms of tracking for the show, what's a, what's your preferred way to do this? I'm not going to be the one to do input a five and a half, and then it goes to six, and then you're like, "What the fuck happened here?" So, so I'm let's gonna do, leave let's do, let's you. split it. Let's split it. We'll go half on the uh, on the five and a half, and half on the six. Okay, perfect. So yeah. there you go. For those listening, <clears throat> half unit on the under five and a half at plus money, and then half unit under six at best price available sorry quick scan minus 118 there uh so we'll track those in the uh in the bet stamp app matt i said we had two bets in this game we've got the total locked in here where are you looking at to uh, place your money for tonight yeah i'm also on the total um this is the one i was kind of alluding to where i kind of liked it and i was waiting for Moretta to talk me into it not to just completely boost his ego here um i i need carter hart i i I think I touched on this last week when the Flyers played the Hurricanes. Like, I cannot bet the Flyers and guess on goalies right now. Like, the difference is just massive for me. Um, but, yeah, I like the under a lot. Like, you kind of touched on, like, the Islanders are kind of a dead under team, it, it, generally speaking. Like, we talk a lot about expected goals and, like, yeah, the Islanders may generate more than some teams, but exactly what he said, they just don't have that elite talent. They're like the anti-Rangers when it comes to that, right? Like, they're they're not going to outperform kind of what they should put up. Um but yeah, I like that. I even kind of touched on like this could be very low scoring. Like you can find some alternate under four and a half, so under three and a half, even like that may be worth a little bit of money on those. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm happy to take whatever we said it was. I think under six minus one twenty, something right around there. Um, yeah. But yeah, but but I do need Carter Hart, so I'm kind of I, waiting honestly, to make yeah, sure that like done. you need Carter Hart, but like you got to feel comfortable and okay firing right now. Like I know you don't want to like risk it with this stuff, but yeah, Urson played Sunday. They've been off for two days. Hart hasn't played since Saturday. He's had like three days off. They don't play tomorrow, obviously. No one plays tomorrow. Yeah. Like it would be shocking for them not to go with Hart here. It just, they're not going to, I mean, they're going to play Urson in back to back games with, you know, like four days in between. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. I think that'll be like six days off for Hart. So I feel very, very strongly that Hart will start tonight. Yeah. So sorry. Let me reword a little bit. So I think you do have to fire now. I think when Hart is announced, that number is going to move a yes, little bit. Yes. 100%. Um, but at the same, I think what I'm trying to say is like, I don't like that play if it's not Carter Hart, but I think it is a risk that you do need to take care. Um, and then it's worth it in the long run and more to this. So I'm also on Philly here. Um, so I played plus 130. I, I'm just not there with the Isles. I know a lot of people are very high on them right now. I, I just am not quite there. I, I think Philly's still being pretty undervalued. I think these teams are a lot closer to even than the shows currently. Um, again, kind of expecting to get Carter Hart here. But yeah, for a lot of the reasons that we touched on, right? Like the Flyers metrics have still been pretty good. Um, so yeah, I, I think this game's a lot closer than, than plus 130 currently says. Okay, uh, there you go. Two best bets in this one. Go with the under five, half unit on under five and a half plus money. Half unit on the under six minus one eighteen, and then we'll also go Flyers money line here. So, again, you can track all these picks that we give out on a daily basis. Uh, you can track based on 
however you want to analyze them, player props, sides, totals, you can find that all in the BetStamp app. In the Find Better section as Edgework HQ, go in there and then break it down. However you want to break down our picks, however you want to analyze them, you can see how we've done throughout the entire time we've been tracking picks, throughout this week, this month, whatever it is, you can use the BetStamp app to help you do so. Now, moving on few more games here few more best or a few more best bets that we've got for tonight's games if anyone does have any questions in the chat please send them in there try to find them and then be able to uh, answer some of those at the end of the show here today but next up why don't we take a look at the new jersey devils on the road here tonight at the detroit red wings new jersey minus 150 you see the red wings plus 138 a total of six and a half as of right now matt where are you uh looking at in this game yeah, so we've been on a lot of Devils overs lately, and I'm on another one tonight. Um, I I like this probably up to minus 125-ish. I think you can find some even minus 115s out there. Um, we've touched on this a while with both of these teams, like two teams that are involved in a lot of high-scoring games, two teams that don't exactly play very good defense. Like I know tonight we're also getting Alex Lyon in net. Like I don't necessarily care who's in net for the Devils. Neither goalie has really played that well. Yeah, I just think both of these teams generate so much. I'm happy to lay minus 115, minus 120 on the over here. Okay. Devils, uh, Red Wings, over 6.5, minus 115. Any thoughts there, uh, Mr. Totals? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the way I would look for sure. Um, didn't bet it, but I uh, I don't know. Maybe if you made a better case, you could have talked me into it a little bit more, but I'm just not quite there yet. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I just, I, I, I do, I do agree with that. That's hundred percent the side that I would, uh, that I would go here. And like, I mean, I just like, I wish that one's going like, to backfire I'm, on you in about five minutes. The minus one, like the, the minus one fifteen um, is, is obviously not like widely available, but I would uh, <clears throat> like that, that would get me in. That would pull me in for sure. All right, let's look at the team that won us the one game on Monday night. We're pretty transparent here on this show, cover all the wins, all the losses, no matter what it is. Very open and honest about those, and you can, again, you can track them and see our record. But the one that got us through uh, with the one win on Monday night was the Calgary Flames. Here tonight on the road against the Nashville Predators, Calgary minus 110, the Preds plus 101 as of right now. A total currently sitting at 6.5. Moretto, these are your predators. Uh, are you looking to back them tonight? You know, sometimes you just have to admit when you're wrong. And uh, Preds are a team that I'm starting to fade a little bit now. I, I feel like their good start to the season didn't translate to wins. And now they're kind of tailing off a little bit numbers-wise. Um, just don't love how things look for Nashville right now. And the Flames are a team that I'm just still a little bit higher on compared to market. And I think that we're getting a little bit of a – undervalued flames team here that's starting to come together that looks like a bit of a mess early in the season but is really starting to turn it around a little bit um they're starting to figure out how to win games which is very important obviously in this league you need to know how to win like look at a team like boston man that that team doesn't you don't look at that roster top to bottom and be like this is a fantastic team but like you got to know how to win in this league and uh i think calgary is sort of figuring that out a little bit um in this mm -hmm. under this new regime they're playing much much better hockey than they were to start the season um sorrows hasn't been great markstrom has i think this is just too cheap a price on calgary so i am on the flames here okay so minus 110 best price available and that is very very widely available as of right now like you're seeing that price pretty much sitting at every book 
uh, to minus 114s. But if you're sitting there with a book that has a minus 114, go sign up betsamp.app slash edgework because there are plenty of other ones that have the minus 110. Save yourself the four cents on that. Matt, I mean, <laughs> where are you at here on this turn of events going against the Preds here tonight? You know, I, I just loved hearing the part where Moreno said he was actually wrong about something because it feels like it's been the other way around most of the time. Um, yeah, I, I was I was admittedly never really high on Nashville. I think a lot of kind of obviously oh, so you're outside gonna of victory Saros, lap on him now. We'll, <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah we're, we'll do a quick victory lap. Well, well, he took a shot at Columbus. I think I kind of have to at this point. Um, I, I So I did love the part, like, I think it was a week or so ago, and he said something about how the Predators, like, he feels vindicated on the Predators. This was no less than two weeks ago, no more than two weeks ago. Um, and I take a quick look at the standings, and I go, you mean the Predators that are behind the Chicago Blackhawks? Like, they're, they're not good. Um, no, look, I, we talked about this with the Predators, right? Like, I think if you're expecting – some positive regression. It's going to start with UC Saros. Like, I don't think he's going to be this bad all year, but I think for their skater group, like this maybe is what they are, right? Like they can be a team that generates a lot, kind of like the Islanders and they just don't have enough kind of scoring talent to score enough goals. Um, so I, I think once we start to see a little bit of kind of bounce back from Saros, like it's a team I'm going to look to play a lot of unders on, hopefully quickly before the market kind of adjusts that. But no, like I, I was never high on Nashville. I, if I'm going to play this high, it's certainly on Calgary. Um, I have not bet it yet myself, but no, I, I'm in full agreement with the Flames left tonight. Okay, another one locked in there. Lots of bets, best bets for tonight. So uh, if you're enjoying the content right now, I see 60 people watching. There's about 20 likes on the stream right now. That's just not good enough. Only a third of you have hit that like button. So if you're watching right now, please hit that like button. Subscribe here to the show. Much more content like this every single day. And as I said, 3.7% ROI so far in the season. And it's not including where we were last year and how well, how well we did in last season as well. So hopefully we can keep this up, continue this on throughout this season uh, as a show. Now, two more games that I know you guys are looking at. So we'll cover through those, see if there's anything else that you guys are kind of sitting waiting on, whether it's information, markets move within range, and as well if there's any questions in the chat for games that you guys are looking at that don't get covered here, please send those in there so that we can try to get to them at the end of the show. But Next up, we're going to look at the St. Louis Blues Arizona Coyotes game. St. Louis plus 100 plus 100 right now. The Coyotes minus 110. Total currently sitting at 6, 6 and a half on some different books, so wherever you're looking to play this one. But Matt, what are you looking at for a bet here tonight? Yeah, I think this is the third time these teams have played each other so far this year and this is going to be the third time I'm on the under. Um I I just like both of these teams as unders, honestly. I think for Arizona, I'm expecting Ingram again, who's been really good this year. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. Um, but I, I just don't see kind of the goal scoring keeping up with these teams. I think they're kind of both kind of want to play very low event games. I think we're getting very kind of similar price to uh, the first time that they played. Yeah, they, this is just an under for me. Um, it is kind of gross because I think the first time they played, it was something like six to three. And then Arizona went on a streak where they hit like five straight overs. But but yeah, no, I, I do like the under here between Arizona and St. Louis. Okay, another total. Um, Moretto, stamp of approval? Yep, yep. The, uh, obviously the Blues, it's one of those teams that terrify you betting on their games one way or the other because they're wide range of outcomes here. But I think they've, kind of settled in a little bit more this season. This isn't like the same blues team of old that uh, 
you kind of have no idea what to expect on any given night. Um, so I, I, I feel a little bit safer kind of trusting that here. And I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree. The under would be uh, the play here. All right. Let's go to the final one that we got best bets in. Um, a team that we rode a lot last season. A team that we were heavy on. Moretto, take us inside your mind when you're looking at this Dallas Stars-Vegas Golden Knights game. Where is your interest being peaked? How do you want to bet on this one tonight? Uh, maybe it's a spike bet. I don't know. But like I'm going to bet Dallas every time these teams play for, for a while now. And... Um, uh, I, we did it earlier in the season. We lost in a shootout. Did not deserve to lose in a shootout. I think they had like a 65% expected goal share in that game. Um, I'm going back to the well here too. I still think it's a little short. I think Dallas is the maybe the best team in the NHL. Um, and I, I'm i still like not – I mean, Vegas obviously a very good team. We're no, I'm not like taking that away from them, but like – it's still a team that I somewhat want to sell off. Like I don't fully buy into the goaltending. I don't fully buy into the team like as a whole. And I think that we're seeing some cracks in the armor lately. Um, I just obviously like 82 game regular season and like, you know, this stuff doesn't necessarily matter and it's very narrative but like, I think this game means a lot to Dallas right now. Um, having lost that, obviously in the conference finals, the way things went, then losing that game earlier in the year. I think this is like a little bit of a statement game for them here too. We're just the way these two teams are sort of trending right now. Um, you know, numbers wise, I think it's a bet, but then like narrative wise too, I think it's like, it just kind of doubles down on the fact that I think the stars are the play here where, you know, they, they are trending in the right direction. They're like just a really hard team to beat right now. They're scoring goals. They're playing good defense. They're getting saves when they need to get saves. They can win, you know, 8-2 or 8-4, whatever they need to do, or they can win, you know, 2-1. They can win any sort of type of game. And and Vegas, I think, you know, defensively, they're sort of tailing off a little bit. The goaltending hasn't quite been there in some of these games. Um, And, uh, you know, I, I, I like it. I like it a lot. So, I'm ready to get hurt again by the Stars against Vegas, but, like, I got to do it. Yeah. I just got to do it. All right. Well, there you go. There's our full list of best bets for today. That's all we had in terms of what we came prepared for tonight. Uh, now, in the um, in that St. Louis game, I did see a question in the chat, so I wanted to just circle back to it quickly. I'm pretty sure that math-wise, it's gonna it makes more sense to do the six and a half minus one ten. But Fry's asking any thoughts on under six at plus money. Now, if you're going to look at the under six here, Matt what number would you need uh, on this? Because I'm seeing only plus 100s available on the under six right now. Yeah, I mean, I would absolutely rather have six and a half minus 110 than six plus 100. Um, I will help correct me on this one. Like, I think to even be more interested in the under six, I think I would need at least plus 110, if not higher than that. Um, But but yeah, no, I, I think six and a half, like, I'm even thinking like I'd rather have six and a half minus one fifteen than six plus a hundred. Yeah, I think that's fair price on like six six and a half minus one ten. I think would translate to sort of like a a plus one fifteen ish on 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 six. Um, Yeah, and that's that. Those half goals are like you pay a lot for them, right? So they're not just like some small difference to go from minus one ten to plus a hundred. I think you would need like significantly better plus money there, probably in like the plus yeah yeah, plus. At least plus one ten, but the plus one fifteen range, I'd probably uh, would would need. Yeah, makes sense. All right, look, I, look, I thought about joining. 
Sorry, Zach, I got to take a small more no, shot of Moreno. Like, I, I was even thinking oh, about God. taking Dallas, but maybe if he made a little bit of a better case, you know, and maybe if it wasn't the guy who's bet the Dallas Stars like 74 times in the last year and three months. And no, but for real, like, I, <laughs> I, I was on one, like 55 of them, though. <laughs> I, I was going to say, so I was on Dallas that first game, too. Like, they, they should have won that game. Like, that, I, yeah, I don't really have much more to say about that one. Um, but, I, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of betting on Dallas. I'm tired of betting against Vegas. This to me is like the maybe if I got something really cheap, I don't want to do it. I'm not. You can be hurt again. I'm sure you're ready to get hurt again. I am not ready to get hurt again. I'm going through a bad breakup with the Dallas Stars, so we can. Uh, <laughs> we congratulations on your win tonight. But yeah, I I appreciate you I, not, I not getting on this with me so that I have a fighting chance here. Exactly. Like you, <laughs> you should be you should, for the sake of the show. Yeah, you. Uh, I, I'm willing to take one for the team on this one. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Uh, any goal props you guys like tonight? Any from uh, from either of you that you might be looking for? I know this is not necessarily what you guys do uh, when handicapping <laughs> hockey, but uh, is there anything that you might be looking at? I personally don't put any time into these, um, so I, I'm not the right one to answer this. I'll just get that out of the way. I mean, yeah, we have a couple enough. over locked in right i think if you're gonna look for some goal bets probably looking towards those games i guess but like i haven't uh i haven't personally bet any player props i don't typically bet many player props unless there's like smaller slates where like i can actually you know sort of dive into it a little bit more but on a slate like this when there's so many totals and sides and just main market stuff to bet i don't even i just don't get around to looking at the props at all yeah so i guess the sorry caulfield man you can always uh can always rely on caulfield goal caulfield I mean, I guess to kind of finish up the player pop prop thing, right? Like, I think we kind of talk about how, like, you don't normally have an advantage just kind of betting on or against your team. Like, everyone thinks like, oh, I really understand how my team is. I understand what they're going to do tonight. Like, I think props are maybe something where it is to your benefit a little bit, right? Like, if you know that someone's going to be out or they're mm-hmm. shifting lines a little bit, like, I think if you can get ahead of some of that, because I think a lot of these times these prices don't necessarily know, hey, is someone jumping from the second line to the first? Or are they changing their power plays up? Or is there a someone who may not play tonight and someone jumps in? So I think those kind of opportunities, if you're following teams closely, are good spots to get involved in that. That's not saying I have a play tonight based on any of that. But like I, I think that's generally something where you may be able to find kind of some edge of like, hey, a third liner is on the first line tonight because some guy's out. Um, so I, I do think if you follow it, like, that's probably a good angle to try to look at with some of these. Yeah. Um that's kind of what i do uh as well that's mostly what i'm doing for betting these um like i mean some of it is as simple as there's other things that go in but to matt's point where it's like pull something up you can check you can check like a daily face-off lineup card and it just it's not the reason why you bet something but to matt's point it's like hey there's some back there's some background or some validation to an idea or a concept or something that could go along with something check see if somebody's moved up in a lineup see if somebody is being promoted to a power play like whatever it is those situations and then don't just auto bet that though make sure that the price correlates or that you have an edge base versus where they've been in the past like those kinds of things that's usually what i do i've been betting goal scorers uh, to be very honest 
started pretty well on the season and about the last three weeks like have just got my head bashed in by them so like have just taken a break from goal scores for the time being because it was getting it got ridiculous like for a little bit there so i just i have taken a break myself in the goal scorer uh betting but like it is something to do and i i mostly i do a lot of what matt's saying as well uh Another question for you guys uh, before we move off to the games uh, for tonight. Is there anything out there on the schedule that you're looking at? Uh, Moretta, we'll start with you, but like anything that maybe is, hey, waiting for a number, waiting for information, waiting for a conf- confirmation of a goalie, anything like that, but any games left that you haven't bet, it's not a best bet yet, but maybe throughout the day you might get to. Um, so no bias, but um, I'm not waiting for anything here. I'm just basically just seeing if Anaheim takes more money, but I think that I'll be uh, on Montreal tonight. That's, um, I think you're getting kind of like Montreal at a very low valuation of the market, just based on the last number of games. Um, I think that's a good price on them. I'm still looking to sell this Anaheim team. I don't think this team is very good. I think they're coming back down to earth quite a bit. And yeah, I, I, I like the under there as well, but that would be more of like a goaltending thing. I want to see if like who we get a net for Montreal, um, who we get a net for Anaheim, I would uh, prefer just the way Dostal has been playing. I would prefer him and um, and Jake Allen. Mm-hmm. But uh, the under there is, is possible based on goaltending confirmation. But like Montreal is, is I'm going to bet that. If I see the numbers start to drift, if I see Montreal starting to take money, then I'll just jump in right away. But if I can see if I'm just kind of waiting to see if I'll get a better price because, um, yeah, I'm fully selling the Ducks right now. I think that uh, – I think that what we saw early in the year was just a team on a bit of a good run, but I don't necessarily think this is a good team. And I, I don't see how you could possibly lay like minus 125, minus 130 with them against a team that I think is better than them. Um, I know you're on the road here and stuff, but like, yeah, getting plus money on the Habs is good. If you, I just want to see if like maybe that penny line can get to like plus 110, maybe, you know, we'll see it drift a little bit, plus 108, whatever. I'm just basically waiting to see if I can get a better number, but I will be on Montreal tonight. Okay. Uh, Matt, anything for you that you're waiting on uh, that's just not within range or anything like that? Nothing tonight. I'm kind of deciding if I just hate myself or if I go on a heater early, maybe I play a little bit of Sharks puck line later or something just because, you know, why not hurt myself again? Um, Yeah. Waiting, you know, waiting very excited to bet Tim Boyle on Friday in the NFL. Um, Yes. No, I I agree on the Canadians Ducks look, um, and I've been pretty high on the Ducks for a little while, but I I can't get there at this number. I I don't think they're that good either. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's kind of about where I am at this point. And walk me right. through here, uh, like quickly. I mean, what do we think of this price in the Colorado Vancouver game? I know if so many were on, what he would think, but like I kind of do like this price we're getting on Vancouver tonight. I haven't fired and I haven't like, again, I had a, you know, busier morning. So I didn't like dive too deep until I didn't quite get all the way through the card here. But I think that, um, I think this is a, a decent price on Vancouver. I mean, I certainly would not be better in Colorado minus 170 or whatever it is. Yeah, 170. Um, I'm not the right person to say bet on the Canucks, but I, I agree. Like, <laughs> I, I, I think. I think that's just a bit too high. I, I don't see this kind of difference right now. But assuming we get Demko, I just um, I think that I probably assuming we get Demko and the line doesn't 
drift too much in the meantime, um, I think that's uh, I think that's something I'll end up on as well. I just know there's going to be a point here where their shooting percentage just tanks, and I don't really want to step in front of that. But I think if you're going to do it, like I think you're going to do it in spots like this where you're getting plus one fifty, plus yeah, one sixty. Like, like you don't want to mm-hmm. you don't want to take if you price like me right now and I. I don't remember who said this last week, but like they're a team that I think you want to take those prices and you're not looking to back them when you're borderline at minus 160, minus 170. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, I think the Canucks would definitely be the side here. Maybe we'll end up on it. Maybe someone yeah. can kind of talk. Maybe somebody can talk us into it. Um, he can give us like parade routes and then we'll be like, all right, we're all in. Because I, I, I am ready to kind of bet on the Canucks if they're not necessarily kind of being valued a little bit better than this. I can see them um, going with Provestov or whatever it is uh, because Georgia has played a million games in a row here and mm-hmm. they played Monday, playing again Friday. Like this is a decent spot at back at home where I can see them kind of giving Georgia a little bit of a breather. And uh, obviously Georgia has been the worst of the two goalies, but like small sample size this year, um, he's definitely the better of the two goalies. So I, uh, I mean, this is something that I'll be monitoring. I'll, I'll see what we get if we get Demko. Do we get George ever not? Um, but yeah, I think that taking a stab at the Canucks at these big plus price is pretty attractive. So the goalie thing I will say I do disagree with. I do think we get Georgiev tonight. If you kind of look out, they have a back-to-back um, Friday, Saturday. My gut would oh, say okay. they play, they play Georgiev here. They go... Um, and then they kind of split the goalies Friday, Saturday. No, that um, makes sense. I didn't they know go they had the back-to-back this weekend. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so that's what I would say here. But I do think, like, maybe they take a little money when he's confirmed. Like, I, it's hard to see Vancouver not going with Demko here. Like, I, I agree with that one. Yeah. Really. Um, because, again, they, they're also on a back-to-back Friday, Saturday, where I think they're going to split. So I do think you see kind of both starters tonight. But, yeah, um, maybe we're all Canucks. Oh, boy. The fraudulent Canucks, as Matt once called them. Um. <laughs> hey, we can all admit when we're wrong. Even even Moretto on the Predators, we can admit when we're wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One day we'll get him there with Dallas Stars, but that's not going to happen for a little while. Yeah, when they yeah win the it's going to be year. hard, though, because I'm also in agreement with him for the most part on the Stars, so like it's hard for me to try to yeah. pull him back from those ones. So uh, Yeah, I... They scored what six straight against the Rangers the other night, so I can't really say much about him. I was really hoping that like we're up two nothing. I was hoping this was going to be like a five one game, and then I could come in here and just trash Moretta the whole day. And we just toyed with you guys. We that were obviously just didn't play. Guys. Oh, we so we've jumped from we. the Canadians to the Stars now. Yeah, yeah. How many? I got teams a, no. I got a lot of to as we. I was going to say our predators. Like, our predators. Half the we are going to lose any the team that tonight. plays the Leafs. Yeah, <laughs> we That's need this one bad. Oh, we need this one yeah, bad. Yeah. Moretto, why are you calling the Philadelphia Flyers a we? They're playing because they're playing Toronto. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's how it goes with Moretto. Uh, final question in terms of betting uh, before we do this, uh, before we finish here. I think you guys might be able to answer it a little bit better than I can. Uh, I will say Joey Grabiel asking, let's say you bet $3 to win $24. Now, if you would cash out of $17, do you take the cash out? I'll say this from my perspective first and foremost because I bet smaller amounts, being pretty open about that and how much I bet. I would not. This not to me. This would not be life changing money. Uh, the three dollars to twenty four dollars would be like you let it ride and you go for it. That's not a cash out for me. Um, in the instances of cashing out, it would be whatever you deem the expected value. Have you achieved that? Can you get out of it? 
uh, at, or can you get the expected value out of it? And then the other part of it would be, is this life-changing money? Because for some people, if you have the opportunity to win, whatever that value dollar amount is to you, then at some point the EV is just not going to matter because you're going to have the opportunity to uh, guarantee life-changing money by clicking that cash out button. So in those are instances, that's fine. Um, I, I don't know. Do you guys have anything I else? I think the cash outs are the usually, usually pretty minus EV. That's why they, yeah. I mean, that's why they're offering them, right? They, yeah. they know you're not getting your expected value back based on where the bet is. It's also hard to like fully answer without knowing a context of the bet. Obviously every bet is different, but, um, yeah, but yeah, that's normally those, those are minus EV and they're offering them for a reason because yeah. you're just basically leaving money on the table by accepting. Yeah, like yeah. in this example, and, and I can go into this one for a little bit, like in this example, three to win 24, they cash out 17. That to me says like, it's a two goal game. They're up two goals halfway through. So something like that. Like, I don't think that's just, oh, up a goal early. Um, in that case, no, it's probably not worth it, right? Like you're losing, I got to do quick math. You're losing like a third of your kind of value back from that bet or something. Um, yeah. So, and, and like you guys touched on, like it obviously depends like where you are in the game, right? Like. Oh, if it's, it's never going to happen. Right. But if that's a, Oh, one, you're up one, the first minute in, okay, maybe that's worth it. Right. Like if it's the third period and it's late and you're up by a goal, okay, it's probably not worth it. Um, mm -hmm. but I agree. Cash outs normally a scam. It's why they kind of push you to it. The margins they take on those are so incredibly high, but like you said, Zach, I do think the time to look at cash out is like, if you have a massive future or something and it is life changing money, right? Like if you're going to hit a, yeah hundred to one on something and and it's just it's just a massive number then you kind of look to that but even then like i think there's other ways to kind of do that right you can kind of look to to kind of fade it whatever it is right like you can grab a no price on a future you can kind of there's a lot of different ways to get into that when times come um but no exactly. like cash out cash out isn't even something i kind of look at day to day I, I do think some sites are better with it than others um we don't need to kind of get into the exact books right now and how they do them but no i yeah, I cash out is not even something like I, I look at, to be honest. Yeah, I think this is like, this is obviously a broader way to look at it, but I think Jordan's pretty much right. This is mostly how I look at it as well. Unless you're going to lose sleep over it, let it ride. Like, and, I, and to that point, yeah. like that shouldn't be a normal bet day to day, right? Like you should never lose sleep. Like we, we make jokes about it. I, I get all that. Like, like you should never lose sleep over one NHL side bet right? Like, yeah, it, it's a different conversation when we're talking about very long shot futures, but it, it should never yeah. come to that point, I think on a normal day. I think I see what so Joey was talking about. I think this was uh, last Wednesday, when we had the Flyers, and then as big underdogs, and then the Islanders were playing the Canucks. So I guess that was the maybe like a parlay that between the two of them. Um, so that's like, so obviously, yes, in, in hindsight, you didn't win anything because you didn't cash out, but like, that's a very results oriented way to look at it. I think over time, if you're cashing these out, you know, frequently and over and over and over again, you're going to lose money yeah. in the long run. So obviously in one, in, in this particular instance, you didn't get the $17 and you ended up with nothing. Um, but like, if you take that $17 and you keep taking the $17 every time that's offered to you more often than not, you're going to be leaving the $8 on the table that you, or whatever, and you're going to, end up losing money in the long run yeah yeah no i think yeah. i i think that was a good way to put it there anything to add there matt no i think you pretty much um kind of nailed it right there right like and i i would just say the other thing with this is like i 
just to speak for myself, like I don't parlay my picks in any kind of way. Like the only kind of time I even kind of look to do that is like if something's kind of correlated. Um, but no, I agree. I think you're going to be leaving money on the table a lot of the time doing it that way. Um, I think if anything, like you can get late in, you get at some point in that game. And if you're thinking about a cash out, maybe the option there is to look at, I think they were playing Seattle that night. Um, you look at kind of a live price on the Kraken, right? Like, and do you kind of want to take a little something back? Like, do you maybe even like, cause I know there were points in that game, the Islanders were up. Do you look to take a puck line back and maybe see if you can hit both, right? Like there, there's a lot of kind of ways to do that. Um, but no, cash out is not something that I would generally look at day to day. I also got yeah. a text saying, do you really think that Dostal is better than Gibson? Um, I don't he's know how good. I worded that maybe, but I think he's been good, but I don't think he's bad. I think that um, I meant to say like, I want Dostal for my Habs bet. Um yeah. Not under. yeah so i think maybe i maybe i was talking about the under and i worded that wrong but uh yeah that's i do prefer gibson overall to dostal but dostal has been good yeah and like last year dostal was better obviously yes. in a small sample size like but gibson has been very good so far this mm-hmm. year um sorry i meant to say gibson was good um but yeah no last year like and this is kind of the thing with goalies right not to go off on a big goalie tangent like year to year they are so different like i think it's you go into the year and you kind of projected like just look at a team like the wild right if you're going into this year you're projecting gustafson as a high-end goal he is not than that um like gibson oh he's kind of struggled a little bit like gibson looks great so far this year sorokin sorokin struggled like goalies are just so hit or miss year to year that it's like i think i generally have goalies more even than others seem to just kind of because you don't know what you're going to get year to year but yeah it's just but to your point no i, I definitely prefer gibson to dostal right now all right there you go that'll do it for today's show to wrap up here uh recap all the picks that we've given out because we did give out a lot for tonight's games we're currently looking at the Chicago Blackhawks plus 125 full unit there money line the Washington Capitals minus 120 money line half unit on that one the Rangers Penguins under six and a half minus 110 full unit there Devils Red Wings over six and a half minus 115 full unit as well uh Flyers money line plus 132 full unit on that one the next ones we're breaking up we're going half unit on each of these we're going to take the Flyers Islanders under five and a half at plus money we got plus 105 for a half unit there then we've got the Flyers Islanders under six minus 118 for a half unit on that one as well so we take the total the under six the under five and a half split those ones up for a half unit on each then continuing on we got the St. Louis Blues Arizona Coyotes under six and a half minus 110 full unit Calgary Flames money line against Moretto's Nashville Predators minus 110 full unit and then finally the Dallas Stars money line minus 130 full unit on that one tons of bets here tonight if you did enjoy the content please as always make sure to subscribe here to the channel like this stream it does help support the show we do appreciate that uh and then as always Make sure to let us know your thoughts in the comments about the picks, if you're tailing, whatever it is. Uh, follow us on Twitter as well. Uh, final thing that I'll say before we head out of here today, if you are looking for more content uh, for today's shows, for uh, you can head on over to the Hammer HQ, find all of the shows for t- listed for today. We do have remaining on today's schedule, 
the board NBA pips, Jacob Gramenia coming up later at 1130 covering NBA stuff right now, I guess, head on over there. And then finally at 2 PM forward progress with, uh, uh, the NFL crew. Uh, so make sure to subscribe to the other channels that we've got here. Thank you to everyone who tuned in today. Greatly appreciate it. Enjoy the games tonight. Good luck on your bets and to everyone watching. Well, we'll see you back here Friday, 9 a.m. That's the other thing, 9 a.m. on Friday for the Edgework Show. Thank you to everyone who tuned in. Happy Thanksgiving.